inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. Hi, it's your podcast host, Alan Colley here. Thanks for coming back. Today, I'm teeing you up for a conversation between Tony Smith and Bill Merrick. Many of you enjoyed Tony's 14th of January 23 episode, Being Sent Wherever You Are. But who's Bill Merrick? Bill grew up on a farm in Tamworth. That's Australia, not Staffordshire. He's married to Sally Ann with two sons, Jaden and Harrison. He loves cross-country motorcycling, such as the journey from Sydney to Perth and visited the UK 25 years ago, did a family move back in March 2017, but then left the UK in October 2019. Tony, lead us off. Bill, really, really good to catch up and hear everything that's happening in your life. But uh, for this uh, Ascend Men's podcast, we we try and start with some quick fire questions that I'm going to I'm going to shoot at you and uh, and give me an, a sense with your with your quick fire answers a little bit more about you, uh, Bill Merrick joining us from who knows where, and we're going to get that answer shortly. I want to know, number one, are you a, a lark or an owl? Are you a, an early bird who catches the worm, or are you a night owl, someone who stays up all night? I am definitely an early bird, so I'll get up as, as before the crack of dawn. Wow. Bill, number two, coffee. Uh, is it regular or is it decaf? Definitely regular, strong as it comes. <laughs> Do you take milk, Bill? Milk, milk, and uh, I'll have it black if there's no milk, but um, <laughs> I just need, I do need a couple in the morning to kickstart my day. <laughs> okay, so a couple of coffees kickstarts <laughs> the, the early bird, right? I like that. And finally, quick fire round. Uh, are you, a Bill, are you a just do it kind of guy? You just kind of get on with it and crack on, or are you a procrastinator? Just do, oh, well, in some things I procrastinate, uh, my wife would tell me, but um in my work life, I just crack on and get stuff done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we, we're um, we're done with those quick fires. And actually, they set the conversation up really nicely, Bill. You know, you and I haven't caught up for a little while. But tell us a bit about where you are right now. I'm at Casey Research Station. It is um, one of three research stations on the Antarctic continent. Yeah. And uh, I am one of... 31 winterers that stay for the whole winter. Right. So I will be heading back to Australia in late November, early December. Uh, so we are coming into the winter season now. Yeah. And so the days will start to get shorter and then we'll be in more darkness soon. And um, we've had a wonderful summer period. So we, during the summer period, we have, because we're at Casey, we have um this answer is going to go on for a while tony but um <laughs> we <laughs> go for it man <laughs> we have uh an airfield here so um c17s and a319s can land um up on the ice right uh we have staff up there clearing snow off the ice permanently uh, well all during the summer yeah, yeah um making way for the run runway so yeah. the those planes can land on the ice yeah. so they're not landing on land they're literally landing on just pure ice and um uh so that that enables this station to be the hub of all of of the three stations mm. so essentially we get 
we get staff, we, we get expeditioners and materials in and out of Casey. Yep. Um, that runway is three hours, um, three and a half hours, depending on how the um, snow is. But yep. um, it's three and a half hours from station. So it yeah. means that people have got to um, transit from station up to that runway. Yeah. Wow. Listen, we're talking to you literally on the other side of the world. That's correct. I mean, that. That just seems remarkable. That is correct. Bill, I've known you for a few years now. You're an adventurer. Um, there are things about um, about your life that um, have demonstrated to me, you know, when you were living in the UK for, for a short while, um, there are things that demonstrated to me how up for life you are. You know, there's nothing, in a sense, there's nothing that can, uh, there's nothing that can bring you down, you know, and, and, but I, I really, I want to find out, you know, being so far away, I guess, from, from family, uh, you've got your friends and your colleagues that you're on station with. Um, how, how have you found, how have you found that kind of effect, I guess, the way that you see life and, uh, you know, your, your mood from time to time? Tell me, have you, do you get lonely down there? No, you don't really get lonely. Um, I, technology is a wonderful thing for yep. us down here because I'm in contact with Sally Ann, my wife on a daily basis. So we FaceTime each other and we'll have short conversations or long conversations to just depending on our day yeah. or what we've been up to. And, um, and we just catch up and, and um, yeah. Uh, so technology has, can bring us closer. Uh, and like Frank, for, for example, um, tomorrow uh, we, or on the weekends, right. we, um, have a movie time together, Sally and I. So she'll play a, a movie or a, or a TV show or something back home and she'll put her phone in front of it. And because WhatsApp's our best line of communication, yeah. she will do an, a WhatsApp video call and she'll put her phone yeah. in front of the show and then I'll log, put it on my computer, which will then goes onto my TV in my room. And You can watch it together. We can. I'll put my headphones on and we can sit back together and... and and it's if we're in the same room together, we can be watching the same show and laughing together yeah. um, at the same jokes and <laughs> and uh, we'll spend an hour or so watching a TV show, yeah. you know, just to mix things up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that brings us that brings us closer together. And in years gone by, they didn't have that facility. They, they were, It was only a phone call and, and you usually had to pay for that phone call. And some expeditioners would rack up thousands of dollars just in phone calls to yeah. loved ones back home. And so yeah. technology has made it a whole lot easier to live down here or in such a remote yeah. area. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess the other thing that's made it a little bit different this year is um, this is my second winter that I'm going into. And uh, yep. my, my first winter, we only had 18 people that we lived, that I lived with for, I was one of 18 uh, for the entire year. So we sailed down. It took five weeks to get to our station and then three weeks to get wow. home. And so um, getting to and from station was a big deal. And then you were with that crowd for that entire year. And yeah, uh, this year is slightly different because we flew down and then we had a lot of some summering crowds. So they get summer trades to come in. Predominantly the stations are, um, 70% trades and 30% scientists, um, roughly. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> so we get a big trade group comes down and we, we crack on pretty hard getting jobs done during the summer while things are exposed. There's no snow. There's not mm. as much snow around. 
and we can get to things. Um, and uh, the summer in crowd has just left. So they left about two days ago and we're back mm. to 31 people. And the mood has, you know, definitely it's um, the whole dynamics of the station changes uh, from a big crowd yeah. to a small crowd. And yeah, we had 125 people on station at one stage. Um, I think we went through 100, 180 people went through the station um, at different stages. Wow. Um, and now we're down to 31. So it's definitely the dynamics yeah. change dramatically because you become friends with those people over the summer period and then they fly away and and then you've got to readjust to a smaller crowd so that that can be can be tricky but um yeah you've just got to gel in with that and 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 roll with it but it's it's pretty yeah hey bill listen for the for all the ascend men uh you know there'll be uh, people listening from around the world to this podcast talk to me about the parallels there between what you were saying with the the summer and the winter crews that come in you do certain kinds of jobs talk to me about the parallels between that and how you've managed to sustain your faith uh, in that environment i mean you don't get i guess a conventional church sort of situation in an environment where you've got this extreme summer and extreme winter kind of condition and and of course we talk about the summers and winters of our life as well give me a bit of context there ah it's good tony good question um yeah predominantly um everyone down here is just it's just a mixed bag of who you get you don't know um who you're going mm. to be wintering with and you're living with um society really yeah you know, just um i guess yeah. a percentage of but yeah, a lot of these expeditioners are, are hand-picked and so they've gone through psychological interviews um to um yeah just to just to make sure that they're they're balanced people they're not they're not yeah. uh, axe murderers or anyone like yeah. that so you're wintering with people who are yeah um who come from a, a wide a, a vast array of 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 life and uh uh, majority of, yeah. you know, I, I haven't met a, another person down here that has a faith. Um, oh, and, and saying that, you, you meet people who have a yeah. faith um, and they they believe in God, but they obviously, you know, they don't attend church or they're not regular church goers, but they have a faith. Um, and then there's people who are far from having yeah. a faith. Um, yeah. And so you've got the whole gamut of people yeah. so it's it's a delicate balance because you you're in a very confined space for a long period of time with uh with a, a wide range of people so you've got to be delicate in your approach to even talking about faith um because uh uh it can yeah. send ripples right through the whole community in a good or bad way and um so you've got to pick sure. your opportunities carefully and 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 obviously have a trust in that person. You've got to develop relationships before you can start opening up with people. And um and mm. in my last wintering experience, I did that quite a few times with people. And it was really nice just to be able to sit down and share your faith and share what you believe. It's it's liberating uh doing that. So I'll hopefully I'll get to do that in depth um a little bit more this year. So yeah, so be really good. Yeah. How about for you though, Bill? I mean, you, you're not in an, as I say, you're not in a conventional environment there. So, how do you kind of keep in touch with with church? Is it a, is it a Zoom calls? Are you kind of attending services online? Is is that the kind of uh, resource that you have available to you to kind of keep you to keep you rooted, but also to keep you uh, motivated and inspired and and perhaps enriched uh, through your faith? 
Yeah, for sure, Tony. Um, I, th- I think COVID's been a big help with that in a lot of ways because church has gone online a whole lot more. Um, I'm still yep. very connected in with C3 in Cambridge and um, in some ways I still think that's my home church. So even when we left England, we haven't really left that church. So we are still connected to that church. Both Sally and I are predominantly still at C3 Cambridge. And I guess the beauty of technology in that sense, you know? Super powerful uh, in reaching out to people all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Hey, Bill, listen, as we get towards the end of kind of our little chat for the podcast, uh, I wanted to find out in terms of your experiences and particularly the, I guess, the extreme experience that you have, you know, being away from family and friends, but allowing technology to be an enabler to kind of stay connected, whether to them or also to church. I'm going to ask you for two things. What what two things would you say to the men listening uh, kind of as an encouragement of them um, for those that are kind of looking to still explore their faith a bit more? Um, you know, even though they feel like they, in a, a maybe in a physical or an emotional or spiritual sense, feel far from God, give us top two tips. How how do we how do we encourage the men that, that might feel like they've got quite a long way to go on their journey in their faith? Yeah, for sure. So know that you're not alone. Like um, God said, He'd never leave you nor forsake you. So that's it's a really good one to have in your in your back pocket and just i guess getting into you into the word i guess i've spent my adult church life um reading the word and soaking it in and and um you know it says um mull on the word you know psalm one mull on the word daily you know and day and night and um soak it in and for me i can walk i you know I, and and again technology is great because verse of the day pops up for me on a regular basis and i've i've got I've got my Bible that I on on my phone that I just I'll, I'll read um, on a regular basis. Um, but then as I'm walking around the station, you know, verses will pop into my head, you know, and it'll be like, "Surely goodness and kindness will never will, ne- will, will never leave me." You know, I mean, it's, they're they're following me all the days of my life. So just having those verses just in ground in your spirit, I, you know, like deep within your soul, and they become part of you after a while, and then you start living it. And that's that's my encouragement. I think just just soak yourself in the word, like even just short scriptures that you can memorize. Yeah, um, that that are powerful and yeah, and encouraging. That's so good. That's so good, uh, Bill. You know, just um, the kind of encouragement that you are, and, and certainly I, I, I remember fondly. You know, just this real brightness of character that you bring. Uh, even today, you've brought it to the conversation. I want to tell you that we love you, uh, that we miss you. You're a long way away. But uh, hopefully we'll get to see you at some point. And Bill Merrick from Antarctica, uh, which just seems remarkable. And I want to thank you for your contribution today. Uh, been really good catching up. Tony, you're a great man. And all the best with your future adventures in Singapore. Yeah, thanks. So I, I look forward to hearing your new adventures as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it puts us in much closer proximity to where you are. Definitely. Yeah, we can we can pop in and see you from Australia. So I hope that we can make that, make that happen. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we are stronger.